Hey everyone, how are you doing? Today is episode, or season 8, um, our episode 8, segment 1, and it's going to be really short and to the point. We are discussing being in control of our mood and our mind, and basically it's almost a refresher of... Um, what we did with thoughts and our tongue but our mood and our mind is what we're going to be focusing on today really our mind and our mood because once um we have a positive mindset it automatically affects our mood and it automatically affects the way we feel how we react how we respond you know you ever met a person with a really upbeat attitude upbeat personality that's because their mindset is today is going to be a positive day i'm going to be a positive person i'm going to have positive positive thoughts they have an upbeat personality and therefore it's like they have that what you call unspeakable uncontrollable joy nothing nothing in the world can take the feeling of excitement from them so as we work on our mindset I have a question for you today. What is your mindset? Even right now in this moment, are you like, let me just get this in and get it over with? Or are you here with an open mind, an open heart, ready to receive what God has for you? Because your mindset determines your mood. It determines what will come and manifest into your life. So if you have a mindset of, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and everything attached to me wins and anything I see I will have and God has set forth my path for the day and he has made my plans right then you know that your day is gonna be great and your mindset is gonna shift your mood into like all right let's go let's do this today I got this I'm going to conquer today with God's power. So what is your mindset? Um, are you tempted by forbidden fruit? You have control over what you think. And you must engage in this power. What does this mean? It means discipline your mind. There's a nursery song that kids used to sing. Be careful little mind what you think and that says it all you have to be careful and guard your mind against thoughts that might lead you down the wrong path remember what i told you when you sow a thought you reap an action well this is true whatever your mindset is will reap the actual move to set forth the action our actions, habits, character, and future are affected by our thoughts. Colossians 3 and 1 says, Seek those things which are above, and to set your mind on those things above, not on the things of this earth. Aim your thoughts higher and higher, and be careful, little mind, what you think. You have to remember that your mind is a powerful thing. 
and the mind creates a, a mindset of what your life will be. So are you in control of your mindset? When you wake up tired and drained, do you allow that feeling, your mood, to control everything about your day? Do you? Because if you do, then you need to sit still and pray. You need to talk to God and you need to ask God to change your mindset, to change what you're thinking about, to change how you feel, to change what you think in your brain. You literally have to say, God, take my thoughts and make them your thoughts. And how do you do that? You get in the word. And then you start reading and applying. You read and apply whatever his thoughts are. So you can open up your Bible. And we can do it right now. I'm just going to open up the Bible. And we're going to read the thoughts of God. Wherever we open, that's where we're going to read. And we open to the Ten Commandments. I'm sorry, back. I'm back. Um, I was cut off on accident. And as I was saying, let's just open it now. Open the Bible and see what God has to say. And when I opened the Bible, God led us straight to Deuteronomy 5, um, chapter 5, with the Ten Commandments. Moses called all the people of Israel together and said, Listen, Israel, to the commands and laws I give to you today. Learn them and obey them carefully. The Lord our God made an agreement with us at Mount Sinai. He did not make this agreement with our ancestors. He made it with us. He made it with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face. He spoke from the fire on the mountain. At that time I stood between you and and the Lord, I told you what the Lord said. You are afraid of the fire, so you would not go up on the mountain. The Lord said, I am the Lord your God. I brought you out of the land of Egypt where you were slaves. You must not have any other gods except me. You must not make, your, make for yourselves any idols. Don't make something that looks like anything in the sky, above or on the earth, below or in the water. Below the land, you must not worship or serve any idol. This is because I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. A person may sin against me and hate me. I will punish his children, even his grandchildren and great-grandchildren. But I will be very kind to thousands who love me and obey my commands. You must not use the name of the Lord your God thoughtlessly. The Lord will punish anyone who is guilty and misuses his name. Keep the Sabbath as a holy day. The Lord your God has commanded you to do this. You may work and get everything done during six days each week. 
But the seventh day is a day of rest to honor the Lord your God. On that day, no one may do any work, not you, your son or daughter, or your men or women slaves, neither your ox, your donkey, nor any of your animals may work. The foreigners living in your cities may not work. That way your servants that you were brought I'm sorry. That way your servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. The Lord your God brought you out of Egypt by his great power and strength. So the Lord your God has commanded you to rest on the Sabbath day. Honor your father and mother. The Lord your God has commanded you to do this. Then you will live a long time, and these things will go well for you in the land. The Lord your God is going to give you this land. You must not murder anyone. You must not be guilty of adultery. You must not steal. You must not tell lies about your neighbors in court. You must not want to take your neighbor's wife. You must not want to take your neighbor's house or land. You must not want to take his men or women slaves. You must not want to take his ox or his donkey. You must not want to take anything that belongs to your neighbor. The Lord gave these commandments to all of you on the mountain. He spoke them in a loud voice out of the fire. He spoke from the cloud and the deep darkness. He did not say anything else. Then he wrote them on two stone tablets. And he gave them to me. You heard the voice from the darkness. The mountain was blazing with fire. Then all the leaders of your tribes and your elders came to me. And you said, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and majesty. We have heard his voice from the fire. Today, we have seen that a person can live even if God speaks to him. But now we will die. This great fire will burn us up and we will die if we hear the Lord our God speak anymore. No human beings have ever heard the living God speaking from a fire and still live. But we have. Moses you go near and listen to everything the Lord our God says. Then you tell us what the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. The Lord heard what you said to me. And he said to me, I have heard what the people said to you. Everything they said was good. I wish their hearts would always respect me. I wish they would always obey my commands. Then things would go well for them and their children forever. Go and tell the people to return to their tents. But you stay here with me. I will give you all the commands, all the rules and laws. Teach the people to obey them in the land I am giving them to own. So be careful. Do what the Lord your God has commanded you. 
You must follow the commands exactly. Live the way the Lord your God has commanded you. Then you will live and be successful. You will live a long time in the land you are on. Amen. Let us not only be hearers of the word, word, but also doers of the word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now look at how God just spoke to all of us. He took us back to Ten, Command, Ten Commandments. And he made it so simple. Do you see how your mindset has shifted? If you just do these ten things, right? Now, this is the Old Testament. So now we're in the New Testament where we're covered by grace. Because Jesus died on the cross for us. But before Jesus came on the scene, there were rules and laws of the earth that God put forth. And the Ten Commandments were ten rules that everyone needed to follow in order to see the goodness of God. As we work on our self-control and our mindset, remember that you are controlling your mind by allowing God to be in control. So you're not actually in control of you unless you allow God to control you. And we just started today understanding really how we do that. We've worked on controlling our tongue and our thoughts. We've worked on controlling our desires and our decisions. We've worked on controlling our actions and our attitude. We've worked on controlling our social life and our social media accounts. And today we're working on controlling our mindset and our mood. But with all of that being said, we can't be in control of nothing if we don't give the control to God. Anytime something of your, your flesh, of the world, of, of your desires, want to come up and try to control your decisions, the best thing to do is open up the Bible and start reading what God wants to tell you. And I will tell you to read until you can't read anymore. Until your understanding is tired. As we was reading this just now, God was showing me so many things. First of all, when I read the scripture, I always put my name there. I always put my name there. So if he said Moses in my in my spirit, God is saying Ebony. I always place my name everywhere except for where Jesus is talking. When Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are working in scripture, I don't place my name there. I receive what they're telling me to do. And I'll give you an example. So you can really understand how to control your thoughts um, or your mindset. I'm sorry. Let's go to, let's see what God is going to take us. 
First John chapter 5 verse 13 starting at verse 13 and I'm gonna place my name where in spots where another name is there and I'll say that name first and then place my name and then pause so you can place your name so let's let's start at verse 13 Well, you know what? Actually, as I'm reading it before I read it out loud, um, God is actually telling me to go to another scripture that a lot of you may be familiar with. And he's actually telling me to get my other Bible where I actually do this. I have a Bible where everything has already been. It's my note Bible. And in it is everything I'm telling you all to do. I mean, I scratch mine. I have put my name in places all over this Bible because I'm well aware that when you put your name in the spot, um, it it kind of changes how you read the Bible. When you put your name in um, in Scripture, you you become one with Scripture. You really become one with God. And we will read um, Acts sixteen, verse twenty five. Starting at verse 25. Around midnight, it says, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. And so I would say, verse 25, Around midnight, Ebony and her daughters were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. The other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, a violent earthquake shook the foundation of the jail. All the doors immediately flew open. All the prison chains came loose. The jailer woke up and saw the prison doors open, thinking the prison had escaped. The prisoners had escaped. He drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Ebony shouted as loudly as she could, Don't hurt yourself. We're all here. The jailer asked for torches and rushed into the jail. He was trembling as he knelt in front of Ebony and her daughters. Then he took Ebony and her daughters outside and asked, Ma'am, what do I have to do to be saved? They answered, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you and your family will be saved. They spoke the Lord's word to the jailer. And everyone in his home, jailer and his entire family, were baptized immediately. He took Ebony and her daughters upstairs into his home and gave them something to eat. And his family was thrilled to be believers in God.
And that's Acts chapter 17, no, chapter 16, verses 25 through 34. And you see how when you apply, let us not also be, thank you, Lord, for your word. Let us not also be hearers, but also doers of your word. But do you see how when you apply your name, so let's do it one more time. And you all place your name. Around midnight, say around midnight. I'm like, we're just going to read the first three verses. Around midnight, blank and blank, which it says Paul and Silas. So you say your name and somebody close to you. We're praying, you say praying, and singing hymns of praise to God. My neighbors were listening to them. It says the other prisoners. But since we at home, we can say my neighbors are my co-workers are my best friends. We're listening to them. Suddenly, a violent earthquake shook the foundation of the atmosphere. It says the jail. But we're going to say the atmosphere because a lot of people are locked up in bondage in their mind. So we're going to say your praise and worship, singing hymns of praise. So your praise, understand what the scripture is saying. Your praise could be so powerful, it can create a violent earthquake that can shake your foundation, y'all. It says all the doors immediately flew open and all the prisoners and that mean you too because you was in, in jail too in bondage too came loose so do you understand what this means for y'all if you just sit still when we get off of here and change your mindset through worship so put you on a song of worship that glorifies God and then give him the praise, y'all. Lord, I thank you. As the song plan, you could just be praising him. Lord, I thank you. I honor you. I adore you. I bow before you. I surrender all to you. I give you the praise. I glorify your name. You are the God of all gods. You are the Most High. You are the King of Kings. You are Lord Almighty. There is no other God before you. I will worship you. I will, I will bless your name. When you start to worship and give God the praise, you can literally in your mind feel the shift happening in the atmosphere. You can feel the chains falling off of you. Lord, I give you the praise because the chains are broken. I give you the praise because I am free. I give you the praise because you are in control of me. I give you the praise because you are in control of my mind. I give you the praise because you are in control of my heart. I give you the praise because you are in control of my emotions. I give you the praise because you are in control of my feelings. I give you the praise because you are in control of my actions. I give you the praise because you are in control of my attitude. I give you the praise because you are in control of me. And I give you the praise because I love you. 
There is no other God that I will serve. I will not serve money. I will not serve a relationship. I will not serve a job. I will not serve an opportunity. I will only serve you. And I give you the praise, God, because you are powerful. You are peaceful. You are joyful. You are anointed. You are blessed. I give you the praise because, God, you have called and asked me to do your will. I give you the praise because I know that you are God. I give you the praise because you keep providing for me. I give you the praise because you keep protecting me. I give you the praise because, God, I love you. You see, y'all, when you start giving him the praise, you can't stop. Your mindset be like, ooh, we, Lord, I just, who I give you the praise. So as we close and change our mindset, I hope your mood has been shifted. So after you've given God praise and you close it out with Lord in Jesus' name, I thank you for being who you are. I honor you for being who you are. I glorify you because of who you are. I will always worship you. I will always be obedient to what you tell me to do. I will never, ever come against your spirit. Show me how to truly be in control of me by allowing you to control me. In Jesus' name, amen. And when you do that, then you go into it. Lord God, thank you for shifting my mood, for shifting my atmosphere, for breaking chains in worship, for freeing me from anything that's not like you. Now, I ask you to make me powerful. I ask you to make me peaceful. I ask you to make me loving. I ask you to fill me up with love. Fill me up with joy. Fill me up with peace. Fill me up with patience. Fill me up with kindness. Fill me up with gentleness. Fill me up with goodness. Fill me up with faithfulness. Fill me up with self-control. Fill me up with your spirit. Fill me up with your presence. Fill me up with your power, Lord God. Fill me up from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Touch my fingers. Touch my legs. Touch my heart. Control everything about my being. Don't let nothing come against me that I can't be in control of because of you. When you do this every time you think about it, especially when that mindset try to go bad, in the name of Jesus, amen. And when you do this, when you speak and when you when you worship God first and give praise to God first, and then you turn around and you speak over yourself with the power of prayer, your spirit is taking command of your flesh. It's taking control your spirit is. So the minute you get through and something try to come against you like somebody with an attitude, your mindset don't change because you just prayed. Your mood don't shift because you just prayed and you're happy. And you're like, mm-mm, I see you. Girl, we're going to have a good day today. The, the weapon form, but it ain't prospering. That's how you're going to be talking to them. Because your mindset is positive. Your mindset know that you got on your, your armor. You done put on your full armor of God. You walking in everything you need to walk in. Now you had a power over your, 
your your garden. Come on, somebody. We we have our own gardens. Our life is our garden. We are the relentless garden. And our life is our garden. We are the Adam and Eve of our garden. And we have serpents that come and visit us every day. But because we talk to God and we are aware, our mindset does not allow what we see to shift how we feel. No matter what we see, no matter what we go through, we will remain faithful and prayerful and knowing that God is the God that's in control because he's controlling our mind. He's controlling our actions. He's controlling our reactions. Ain't nobody going to come against us that God ain't sent, that God hasn't prepared us for. Like we are going to be okay. Because the mindset and the mood that we have every single day from this day forward will be a power of love and a sound mind. So you all have a blessed night. We talked about our mood and our mindset. It won't be shifted. It won't be negative. It won't be controlled by other things or other people or situations. We are who we are, and we are going to always, always, always go to the Word of God and apply it. Remember your worship, your worship. It says your worship. Do I need to read that again, y'all? That they worship freedom around midnight. Paul and Silas were praying. And singing hymns of praise to God. And suddenly, they say the other prisoners were listening to them. So that means if they was listening, they was over there praising too. They ain't want nobody to know it because they were too, 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 you know, to let 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 anybody know they was over there praying. But if they was listening, are you not listening right now? Is your mindset and your mood shifting from this? Then so what you think happened in that prison? They mindset and they mood shifted. And when they mindset went from, I'm not in prison. I'm free. All I got is I can talk to God whenever I want to. And if I talk to God, God could take me all over. Just in his word. God can show me visions of what's going to happen when I break free. When I am free. They didn't think. Look at it. Look at this. The scripture says when the guard thought they were loose and gone, he tried to kill himself. And Paul screamed and stopped him. And let him know we are all here. We ain't left. We free. But guess what? Because we are this free. We're going to wait and we do it decent and in order and allow you to tell us you can go. Because God operates decent and in order. He's never going to say, I broke you free, but you, you had to break free. He released them. He didn't, 
He didn't have, they didn't have to do nothing but give God praise. And God went to each one. And whatever was holding them in bondage, holding them in that jail. So whatever your desire that's controlling you, whatever thought that's controlling you, whatever situation that's controlling you, go to God in, in praise. God, I praise you because I'm free from this person. I praise you because I'm free from this job. I praise you because I'm free from this situation. I praise you because even though I don't know how, I'm not going to be controlled by it. I'm not going to react to it. I'm not going to allow it to tell me what to do because you control me. See, when they went in, in, in their praise moment, they was thanking God because guess what, God? We alive. We might be imprisoned, but we still free. They can't control my mouth because, God, you do. So at any moment when I have the opportunity, I'm going to give you praise. And God honors your praise. Your praise is the key that unlocks the door to your freedom. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. Thank you, Lord. Your praise is the key that unlocks your freedom to your destiny. Oh, Lord, let us pray. Lord, I thank you for that revelation. As we walk in obedience and walk in self-control, I thank you that the scripture has revealed to us all we have to do is give you the praise. And the chain, the doors will be unlocked. Not just for us, but for anybody connected to us that hears and does the same. So as we go forward, Lord God, we thank you for our understanding, our knowledge, the wisdom that you're important in us. Thank you for that. Because now we understand that when we worship, it unlocks doors to our freedom. When we worship, it unlocks and releases us from the chains that are trying to hold us down. When we worship, we become free in your presence. And then you free us in our presence. Oh my God, what am I about to think about? Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the freedom of the mind. Thank you that our mood will not change or shift when something negative comes our way. Thank you that we will be the atmosphere shifters. When we walk in the room, people will feel your presence. They will know that power has showed up. They will know that light has showed up. That love has showed up. Kindness has showed up. Gentleness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Peace. Patience. Self-control have all shown up when we walk into the room. A controlled being 
that doesn't react or respond to things that are looking for a reaction. God, when we show up, you show up. Lord God, thank you for sending us to do your will, to, to be on assignment for you. Thank you for teaching us how to control ourselves by allowing you to control us. We will now go directly to the word, especially, especially when things of the world try to control us. We will wake up every morning, Lord God, and we will read your word. We will apply your word. We will listen to your word. We will thank you, Lord God. We will worship, Lord God. We will praise. Our praise will unlock doors. Our worship invites you in. Our praise unlock doors. Immediately, instantly, suddenly. So thank you, Lord God, for the immediate, sudden, instant freedom that we are now feeling. Thank you for this freedom of love, this freedom of joy, this freedom of peace, this freedom of kindness, this freedom of goodness, and this freedom of gentleness, this freedom of faithfulness, this freedom of self-control. This freedom of patience. Thank you, Lord God, that we now walk in this freedom. We are now controlled by you. We will be like Paul and Silas. When we go places, we will sing praises to you. Because we don't know who will sing along with us and get free. And if all we have to do, Lord God, is sing praises to you. So that people can be free, Lord God, we will sing praises wherever we go. Lord, thank you for the Ten Commandments. We will apply them, Lord God. We will place them in our hearts, the tablet of our heart, Lord God, and we won't sin against it, Lord God. We thank you for the opportunity to learn more about Keeping self-control, Lord God, in our mindset and our mood. We will go forward knowing that no matter what, nothing can shift it but you. And when you're ready, you will immediately shift the atmosphere and open doors and release us. And we will be released decent and in order. Without confusion or chaos. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Who y'all. This was a deep one. This was a real deep one. Because so many things have been revealed to us in spirit. But I need you to leave, be left with your worship. Your, your worship invites God's presence into the situation. And your praise releases you from the circumstances. Understand that. And it doesn't just release you. 
and releases you and all your neighbors. So you could be at, at a grocery store and you could be like, Lord, I give you praise. And whoever's around you that can feel it and understand it, they're going to be like, amen, girl, I understand. And they done been released. It's that simple. It's that simple, y'all. And remember, that keeps your mindset and your mood. When you're walking around always giving God praise, I'm talking about always. Oh, Lord, thank you for this parking spot. Oh, Lord, thank you that, that the light's still green. Oh, Lord, thank you that the police didn't stop me and you know I shouldn't be speeding. Oh, Lord, thank you for the food in the refrigerator. Lord, I ain't got to go out and buy nothing. Oh, Lord, thank you for the extra money in my account. I ain't in a negative. Like, always give him praise. Oh, Lord, thank you. I still got gas in my car. I ain't got to stop this morning. I go straight to work. Like all of those things. Oh, Lord, thank you. I got clothes. I can just get up and get dressed. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to sit here and go and buy this, that, and the other. Like, God, you have prepared and set forth and planned my day. And you've got everything set out for me. So I thank you, Lord. Like, thank you. So if you're hearing this and you're closing out your day or you're starting your day or you're getting ready to go somewhere and do something, enjoy it. Remain in self-control. Your mindset has been shifted. Your mood has been shifted. You are walking in power and authority. You have dominion over your garden. You control everything in your garden, especially you, because it's your garden. God is giving you dominion over it. Be respectful. Remember, Adam didn't name things with entitlement. He named them with grace. You can't name an elephant an elephant without having grace for an elephant. You can't name a spider a spider without visualizing it and seeing it as a spider. So the point is everything was done decent and in order with respect. If you're out to eat, that's your garden. You, you, you be respectful if you want something to drink, water, juice, whatever. A little wine. Take your communion. Then you do that. And then you say, you know, thank you. You leave, you leave a nice tip. You humble yourself. You always say thank you every time they serve you. And then you be mindful of the fact that, you know what? I need to shift their... They are serving me, so let me shift their attitude and be grateful and be great, gracious. And kind. You just you get to display your fruits. Your mood and mindset can shift the mood and mindset of other people. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to shift mood, shift mindsets to looking for God. To want to be thirsty for God. To becoming hungry for God. That's what we're here to do. We are here to make people say what is going on in her life and she's so happy. And when you respond, the relationship I have with God now, like, can't nobody take this joy from me? Because even when I want to be upset, I'm like, Lord, I thank you because I'm breathing to be upset. Like, your whole mindset stays positive. So, y'all, this, this one is kind of long. I'm sorry about that. You know, but God spoke to us through scripture. 
and he showed us exactly how to go ahead and read scripture and apply ourselves to the scripture and remember ebony and her friends which are you all worshiped and invited him in gave praise and remember immediately the doors were open y'all read acts 16 starting at verse 25 go read it acts 16 starting at verse 25 and put your name in it go read it for yourself don't take my word for it don't assume what i'm saying is true go read the version that god is giving you and place your name in it after you've read it the way it's written Read it the way it's written and then go back and replace your name in it. And just watch how your life changed tonight. Tonight. Go get released. Go get your freedom. And remember, everybody around you, even if they don't know it, turn your music up. Put your worship on. Give God some praise out loud. Don't be scared that your neighbor's hearing you sing. They gonna wanna go turn their ears on and sing too. The domino effect. The domino effect. Invite the Holy Spirit in and watch him move. Y'all have a blessed day, night, evening, afternoon. Whatever it is and where whatever time it is in your 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 world. Enjoy it. Be blessed. Remember, you're powerful. You're anointed. You're chosen. You're called. You have self-control. Everything you want, it wants you back. So go get it. God has called and chosen and ordained you to do so.